I don't know about you, but new potatoes boiled on the stovetop, slathered in butter with a little bit of salt and parsley to serve sounds just divine right now. What if you could have that fresh from your garden? We're going to talk about that today. Potatoes are a must in the wild child garden. I'm going to tell you today why they're worth it. Hey Zone 9 Gardener, did you know that you can harvest from your backyard garden 52 weeks a year? That's right, in the wild child garden there's no need for cover crops. There's never a time when we can't plant something and there's always room to add some beauty. On the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast, I'm going to show you how to turn your garden into a wild child garden. And you can learn more about growing beautiful veggies the wild child way at www.releaseyourinnerwildchild.com. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 48. And today we're digging into the question, are potatoes worth it to grow in your garden? I get this question all the time. And I am so excited to share with you a couple of reasons why I think they are more than worth it to grow in your garden, why I think you should definitely plant them over and over and over again in the garden year. And I'm going to share with you how we do it the wild child way. This is why I think they're worth it, because I think our method is really, really good. A lot of you ask me why I grow potatoes when they are so inexpensive at the store. So can you get a bag of potatoes at the store for 4 or $5? Absolutely, yes, of course you can. But I want to share with you why I think you should not do that, and instead you should grow your own, because the potatoes in the store are laden with pesticides and herbicides. They are almost always found on the Dirty Dozen list, and if you're not familiar with the Dirty Dozen list, I've talked about it before, but just a quick rundown Every year, the Environmental Working Group puts out a guide, and basically they've been doing this for about 20 years now, and they give you this guide based on results from the Department of Agriculture and the FDA. They sample more than 46,000 samples of produce, and they are tested for pesticides by the USDA and the FDA after they have been prepared to be eaten. That means that the produce has been thoroughly washed and when applicable, it's been peeled. And this is coming straight from their website. They also say that after these preparations, pesticide residues are still detected on many of the fruits and vegetables. So what they're working to do is make shoppers aware of what is going to be the vegetables and fruit year after year that keep coming up as having the most pesticides on them, even after they're cooked and peeled and washed. Guys, this is an amazing list and it's updated every single year. Now, potatoes did not make the list for the 2023 guide, but that does not mean that they are in the clear. It just means that there were 12 other fruits and vegetables that had more pesticides on them that were detected even after washing, peeling, and cooking. So it's a pretty big deal of a list. You can visit www.ewg.org to learn more about this list and I think you will be very interested to see that so many of the fruits and vegetables on this list are so easy to grow. Potatoes is one of them. Although it didn't make the list this year, 
It is so easy to grow that you absolutely should not be buying potatoes in the grocery store. Now, listen, one of the biggest things that I'm asked is what about the space it takes to grow so many potatoes? How can I dedicate that much space in my garden season after season after season? I wouldn't be able to grow anything else, right? We're backyard gardeners. We're busy women. We don't have acres and acres of land. We do not own tractors. This is not that kind of garden, right? So how can we grow potatoes without devoting our entire garden to potatoes? Now, before I go any further, you might be wondering, what kind of space do these things need? Well, it's more about time than it is about actual spacing. So your potatoes technically only need about six inches apart of spacing, but they're going to be in the ground for 120 days. So the problem is, is that they will be in the ground for almost the entire spring and summer season. So you really wouldn't be able to grow anything else. That is why in the wild child gardening method, we grow our potatoes outside of our garden beds. We grow them in containers and grow bags. This allows us to grow potatoes in a very easy way because they don't actually sprawl. They don't take up really that much space. And so we're able to put them outside of the garden and then devote the rest of our garden beds to those typical vegetables we want to grow in every season. Okay, so see, you can completely eliminate your first concern that potatoes aren't worth it because they take up too much space. We're taking them completely out of the garden. Don't worry. Now, the other thing that a lot of people get hung up on over potatoes is the varieties that we can grow here in the South. We are not going to focus on growing big, giant baking potatoes and russet potatoes simply because they don't store well. So a lot of people will grow those and then say, oh, they're not worth it. Oh, it's not worth it to grow it. I grew them this year and I only got two potatoes and they were sprouting in my pantry before I could ever eat them. Russet potatoes do not store well in our humid climate. They also don't really grow well in our humid climate either. So what you're going to find is that you're going to end up with a lot of rotten potatoes inside of your soil. That's not fun. Nobody wants that, right? So what you're going to want to do is focus on specific varieties that grow well where you live. It's no different than any other time we grow in the wild child garden, right? We grow plants that want to grow with us. We are not going to spend our time trying to convince things that they should want to grow in our zone nine garden. Instead, we're going to find the things that want to grow in our zone nine garden. And those are the things we're going to plant. Doesn't that make so much more sense? I think that it does. It surely makes for a much more fun garden. Now, don't worry. If you want to know those potato varieties that I love, head over to the link down in the show notes, releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash garden guide. I have my wild child garden guide there for you. And this guide, guys, is gold. This guide is going to tell you my favorite varieties of just about every vegetable you can think of. I'm also including for you how much space they need when you plant them. I'm going to include how many you need to grow for your family size, how long you should expect them to take to be ready, 
all the good things. It's all in this garden guide. It's completely free for you. So go head there now and download it so that you can get those great potato varieties. But listen, don't sleep on this because it's time to plant potatoes. If you're listening to this podcast at the time it's released, it's the beginning of February. You want your potatoes in the ground by the end of the month. And there's a little bit of work that needs to be done ahead of time to get you there. So you need to go get your potatoes right now. That brings me to the second thing I hear a lot. And that is, is it worth it to sprout your potatoes ahead of planting them? Should I get them early or can I just get them the the day of and get them in the ground? Okay, here is my two cents on this. Number one. Even if you don't have sprouts, it's still worth it to grow potatoes. So if you get your potatoes late and you end up not having sprouts on your potatoes, it is still worth it to plant them for sure. They will still sprout once they get underground, okay? But the thing about sprouting your potatoes ahead of time is that number one, it's really just not that big a deal. I mean, you get them at the nursery, you put them in a brown paper bag and you put them in a dark pantry or you take them and put them in a sunny windowsill. And they will sprout in both locations. I find that the sunny window actually is gonna sprout them faster, which is going to give you more sprouts than it would if you were to put them in your pantry. But if you find that either is not giving you any sprouts after a week or two, just flip-flop them to the other place. And sometimes that will do it. It's really not that hard, right? You're either gonna stick them one place or stick them another. And you will start off your season ahead of the game. That's why it's worth it to do it. Because if you already have sprouts, then that's more time that your plants are going to actually be making potatoes and less time that they're going to be in the ground waiting to sprout. So to me, it's very much worth it. The other thing that I get a lot of questions about is, is it worth it to cut them up or can I just plant them whole? Guys, we are splitting hairs here at this point. You could ask 1,000 gardeners and you're going to get 1,000 answers. The reality for me is I'm going to cut them up because they go further that way. So if you cut your potatoes around those sprouts, then you get more potatoes to plant. Do you see? One seed potato could actually turn into four seed potatoes. And to me, that's worth it. But it doesn't have to be done that way. You can absolutely plant them whole. The bottom line here is just go get those seed potatoes and plant them. Because what you're going to find is, number one, it is super, super simple to grow potatoes. They are one of the easiest plants to grow. Literally, they grow themselves. You are going to find that You forget that you're even growing potatoes after a certain point. And they're also very rewarding. It is a lot of fun to dump that grow bag into a wheelbarrow or to pull up those plants and have all of these potatoes coming out of that grow bag. To me, it's just a treat. And it's also a treat to be able to dump them and then immediately take them into the kitchen and cook them. That's one other thing I love about growing them in grow bags is that one grow bag is gonna give you about five pounds of potatoes. So if you play your cards right, you can start harvesting them and harvest a grow bag at a time. And then you will get a week's worth of potatoes every time you harvest a grow bag. 
Then you can harvest another grow bag and have another week's worth of potatoes. And then whenever you have used up all of your potatoes, you always want to save a couple from the harvest and let them sprout again and then plant them again. In South Louisiana, we typically plant potatoes in the spring and again in the fall. And then even some of the wild child gardeners that I coach are experimenting with planting them again in the winter. So I can tell you, there's a lot of months you're going to have potatoes. And that is the beauty of growing a garden, guys, is that you begin to live in season. You begin to see how it feels to wish you had potatoes. Then you get excited again about having potatoes. I'm telling you, the every day is every season shenanigans in the grocery store is not the way we were meant to live. We were meant to eat seasonally because every season's vegetables and fruit have a direct benefit to what we are experiencing in that particular season for our health. Don't fall into the trap of having potatoes in your pantry 12 months out of the year. Miss potatoes. Look forward to growing potatoes again. Anxiously await that first batch of potatoes that you boil on the stove, slather in butter, and top with salt and parsley to serve. That sounds pretty worth it to me. Does the thought of growing your own food intimidate you or overwhelm you? When you think about last year's garden, do you remember being frustrated and disappointed at what the season could have been but just never was? Raised bed gardening should not be complicated. We do not need a master's degree in horticulture to grow our own food. We're going to simplify raised bed gardening and I'm going to show you how to set your season up for success in my brand new free class. Get all the details at releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash raised beds. Okay, so let's wrap up by talking about what we need to make sure we understand about growing potatoes that will help you be successful with them this season. So first of all, you want to make sure that you are growing red potatoes. These are Irish potatoes that we're talking about, guys. So you need to make sure they're red potatoes or Yukon gold. Um, those are great. This is not the season or the climate for russet potatoes. So what I love to do is save baked potatoes for special events, celebrations, special times. If we're going to grill steaks, I'll go to the store and get two or three organic russet baking potatoes. And then we will have those with our steak or whatever it is that we're grilling. But potatoes that we're going to grab out of the garden, out of the pantry just for a weeknight supper, those are going to be just very simple red potatoes or Yukon gold potatoes. The varieties I love are in my garden guide. Make sure that you download that. Releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash garden guide. That is going to help you tremendously because I have so much detail in that guide. How much to plant how many inches apart they need to be spaced, how long it's going to take you to expect a harvest from them, and so many things. So that garden guide is going to be gold for you. Remember, we are not going to grow these potatoes in our garden. That's because they take up too much room and too much time. We are not going to give garden space to something that's going to be there until summer. No, no. We want to put our tomatoes, our squash and zucchini, our bell peppers and our okra and cucumbers in our garden beds. These potatoes thrive in grow bags. They thrive. Don't worry about that. You can absolutely grow them in grow bags. 
Remember, you're not going to grab grocery store potatoes. Chances are they are sprayed to not sprout. So that would be a big bust. You can try some organic varieties if you want. If you've seen the movie to 100, The Secrets of the Blue Zones, you are just as obsessed with purple potatoes as I am. You can experiment with these varieties for sure. Probably can find some organic purple potatoes, or you can order some from online catalogs. Absolutely experiment. Remember, no russets, but you can experiment with any variety you want. That is the part that's so much fun of becoming a gardener, right? But you also want to make sure that you've always got those tried and true varieties in those grow bags, those ones that we know are going to do well. Experiment with one grow bag, two grow bags, but make sure you have plenty more of those tried and true varieties. By the way, have you seen Live to 100? What an amazing movie. It's a great documentary. It's on Netflix. If you have not seen it, I'm going to link the trailer below in the show notes for you because let me tell you, I love the fact that these are people who are living to 100 without even trying. In this movie, they talk about America having the highest cost and and how much we spend on supplements. These people don't have supplements. They are just living. But you know what they have? They have community. They have purpose. They have joy. They have laughter. They grow gardens. It is an amazing documentary. I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it yet. It is very eye-opening And just the idea that we can be healthier than we've ever been before by doing things that we don't even really realize are bringing us health. Things like spending time with the people we love. Things like making sure we are laughing every day. Making sure we're getting outside, we're getting sunshine, we've got our hands in the dirt. These are the things that are so lost in our culture We're not going to let that happen. We want to bring back a seasonal lifestyle. We want to live in season. We want to enjoy family dinners around the supper table. We want to grow our own food. This documentary will really, really inspire you. I highly encourage you to watch it. I hope that today you have learned that potatoes are definitely worth it. If you didn't have potatoes on your radar already, Remember, you want them in the ground by the end of the month, and Valentine's Day is sort of the magic day. So try to get them in the ground by mid-month, but the whole month is great for growing potatoes. Get your seed potatoes from your local nursery. Start them sprouting. Get them planted. If you need help growing potatoes, I also have a great course inside of the Wild Child Garden Library called Growing Potatoes Like a Wild Child. I'm going to walk you step by step by step through the entire process from choosing your potatoes to planting them in grow bags all the way to curing them and storing them. It's all there for you. Grab that course, plant potatoes. It's the best way to start the season. Thank you so much for joining. I had a great time with you today and I cannot wait to see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me here today on the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast. I hope today's episode has inspired you to get outdoors and release your inner wild child. I know that when you do, you will heal your soul. 
Until next time, keep growing and find out more about Wild Child Kitchen Garden at www.releaseyourinnerwildchild.com. Thank you so much again for joining me and I will see you right back here next time.